Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Uncanny Adventures, uh, the Call of Cthulhu, the Wretched West campaign. Uh, I currently have some uh, some mood music playing in the background, so uh, if it's too loud, if anybody's in chat and wants to give me a heads up, I'll turn it down a little bit, or up if it's too low. Um, and I'm using Sirenscape, so uh, you should check them out for sound and things for your campaigns because they've got a very nice variety of them but we are back it has been a couple of weeks and uh when we last left off uh the party had decided to confront the bug people in one of the mines in the hills where they uh, seem to have set up camp there were some explosions some gunfire and in the midst of the group getting split up and trying to take out these creatures as they were coming for them, Walter Pennebaker showed up with some of his men, accompanied by Reverend Duffy and Minnie, Hudson's wife, who rode in as Lucas and Delilah were trying to wrestle one of these flying creatures that was wrapped up in a, a lasso. Uh, there was much insanity that ensued. Jeremiah was running somewhere in the woods, trying to escape from and draw off a few of the creatures to try and divide and conquer. And Lucas managed to take one of these creatures down as it tried to fly away with him attached by a rope. And it crash landed while Pennebaker and two of his hired lackeys were firing off at the creature to help bring it down. Meanwhile, Delilah had gotten in a bit of a scuff with the Reverend Duffy. Duffy had been a little less than helpful in regards to the bug on the ground and had said some things that probably rubbed Delilah the wrong way or made her very curious about his intentions. And after trying to pistol whip him unconscious she had enough and she shot him in the gut and our life choices yes was what uh and in that moment as hudson had just run up the hill after lucas and out of sight and minnie was left with delilah and the uh, good reverend the reverend fell away and then changed into something else he this thick-bodied, tentacled monster loomed up out of what had been the Reverend's body, as the Reverend himself seemed to melt away. And upon seeing this, Minnie let out a terrible scream. The confrontation continued as Hudson ran back to see if he could stop whatever was happening and came over the hill he saw Minnie light a stick of dynamite and charge at this huge creature that was looming over both her and Delilah. And as the dynamite exploded, Minnie died in the explosion. The giant creature was blown back into the trees and was heard scattering away in the distance. And Delilah was blown back by the blast of the dynamite and knocked unconscious on the side of the hill. And that's where we left things last time. So, 
uh, why don't we go around and say hello to our players and then we'll see what's going to happen because honestly, I'm not really sure myself what's going on next. So why don't we say hello first to, thank you, Brooke for the, uh, theater nerd for the host. And, uh, let's go with, uh, Jeremiah, Dylan. Hi there. Welcome back. Hey. What? <laughs> so I didn't miss anything. That's good. I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, I play Jeremiah, man of God, you know, now I guess I'm the only man of God around, you know, um, so we'll see. We'll see how things are going. Yeah. Yeah, you know, good times. Good times. Good uh, times. And Brooke, how about you? Hi, hi. You caught me with a <laughs> chip in my mouth. It's like a restaurant, and I'm the waitress. Sorry. Every time, I swear, it's like they time it that way on purpose, so you can't tell them what you need. Um, I was trying. No, I sorry. My life. I worked eight hours today on my day off, um, so that was fun. Um, but I I played Delilah, and darling, our impulsive saloon girl, um, who's shown their impulsivity multiple times, and he just rubbed her the wrong way. She wasn't interested. She literally just wanted to wipe him off the face of the planet, and I guess half succeeded. I mean, he's dead. The thing inside of him is alive now. <laughs> and, uh, Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm playing Hudson Devereaux. Technically, I don't know what Hudson's gonna be like now, because he just watched his wife die. Sorry. Uh, so, as we, um, come back into this adventure, um, uh, so, Jeremiah, you had bolted into the trees after having been shot by this strange-looking contraption held in one of the claws of one of these bug-like creatures. Um, and you literally had to fight to just remain conscious, let alone, like, you, you felt you're almost, like, completely out of control in your own body as you've been running away. And you can hear the sound of these two giant bugs, like they're closing on you as you're struggling to kind of put distance between you and them. And like, as you run beneath the trees, you hear the branches breaking as they are just dive bombing, trying to catch you and stop you. Okay. Um, and uh, as you're sort of scrambling down the slope, you can hear still in the distance, the, the sounds of gunfire and you hear voices, but you can't make out what they're saying. And you do at one point hear an explosion go off. Which you recognize as dynamite. And you know it's Delilah's favorite weapon of choice. Yeah, I mean. As the dynamite goes off, you uh, hit an open space of these. the trees kind of start to clear. And you can hear the drone of the wings almost directly behind you. What are you going to do? Oh, gosh. I think I'm going to... So, like, what's in front of me? Uh, like, you you are on a downward slope. It's a lot of, like, rock outcroppings and loose gravel and stuff on the ground. And then just trees and things like that. Like, you've, you've hit a little bit of an open space, but there okay. are more trees ahead of you as you're running. You probably have 
tumbled a few times and gotten back up, you've got some scrapes yeah. and. Oh boy. Um, I think, I think Jeremiah is going to try his best to. I think he's gonna wait for one of the the Miko to like show themselves and probably try and shoot at it and then keep running. All right. So you're running. So are you gonna try and like basically look over your shoulder and get a shot as as they come into yeah. view? Yeah. Okay, so you can, in fact, you see them break the trees behind you, and there are two of them, one behind, like, it's a little ways behind the other. The one that is closer, you can just see that it has that hard shell, um, but the other one is not armored. Okay. I'm gonna shoot that one. All right, go for it. Okay. All right. So you shoot in that one's direction and you hit it and it throws it a little bit off course and it sort of like spins sideways a little bit and loses altitude. The other one is still screaming towards you, tucking its wings, looking like it's going to make its like last ditch dive to grab you from behind. And you hear a roar from the trees to your left and your right. And you see a blur of motion two big furry shapes kind of leaping from the trees and springing toward the two descending flying creatures as you recognize the two smaller Sasquatch that tagged along with Big Satch. And uh, they leap out, roaring at the top of their lungs, which throws off the two bugs even more so. And they're going to attempt to, uh, looks like they're attempting to uh, grab a hold of these things as they've come close to the ground. So the first one goes after the shell, the, the armored one, and you see it uh, hit it full force, like in the center mass. And the two forms just sort of disappear into the trees and you just hear tumbling and and you hear the roar of the, of the Sasquatch and you hear the squeal of the bug as they disappear. And on the other side, the same thing happens. This one, uh, the one that you shot as it's sort of spiraling downward, you see one of the Sasquatch lump, leap up onto a rock outcropping and it's two big meaty fists come around it and it just looks like it grabs it and then throws itself backward out of sight. And you hear a resounding crunch and a squeal. And then you can just hear these epic sounds of fighting on either side of you in the trees. But both bugs are now out of sight. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think Jeremiah seeing that would probably do his best to kind of redirect himself to where he thinks everyone else is. All right. If he can. So why don't you just roll me, um, I'm going to have you roll me a listen check to see if you can figure out where you are in regards to the rest of the group. Oh gosh. All right. Wait, <laughs> <Hey>, well, hmm. <laughs> I'll spend the one luck. Yeah. How much luck do you have left now, Jeremiah? Four. Nice. All right. I was going to say. To be fair, Hudson was letting out a primal scream at the end of the last <laughs> session, so you could probably, you'd probably hear that. Man, what was that? So as you as you start to run uh, at your like, oh wait, uh, 
choice and you turn and you head back in the trees, kind of back up diagonally up the slope. Um, meanwhile, Hudson, you have yes. run up the hill, you cleared the top of the hill and saw this strange creature. Minnie was screaming, but as you ran up the hill, you saw her lighting a stick of dynamite and running at the creature. And then the entire world around you exploded, literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. uh, something flies past you and you realize somewhere in the back of your head that that was Delilah as you hear a resounding crack behind you and she slumps to the ground and sort of rolls slightly and you can just sort of hear over the, the kind of like concussive sound in your ears the crashing of a large creature, it sounds like it's going away. Mm -hmm. And Minnie it, has fallen. At the end of the last time I shot it. You did shoot at it. And then I think my gun malfunctioned. Mm -hmm. Um. I sound, you have like 10 more. Does it sound like the creature's still close by or does it sound like it's kind of long gone? Um, it sounded like it was retreating away and very quickly. You think it's putting a substantial distance between itself and this place. Okay. And we, we talked about this before we started. Can I roll to see if I know that that's Duffy or not? Because, like, Jamie knows, but Hudson doesn't. You can roll me an intelligence check to try to assess what the hell happened here. Ooh. All right, so you taking this all in, you see Minnie, you see Delilah, and you kind of look around and you see Duffy's gun and like his gun belt off to one side, but no Duffy. And so it kind of like, you kind of look around and you think, could it Maybe like you, you, you was, it's kind of hard to kind of assess that, but it seems like the only logical option of what happened, unless whatever that was, ate the reverend and you weren't gone long enough. You think for it to have eaten the reverend and you didn't hear him scream. And all honestly, Hudson's probably just gonna walk over, kneel down, and like hold Minnie's body to him and be crying. And not really doing anything else at this moment. So you don't know how much time passes while you're doing this. And yes, as Katie says, pieces. <laughs> I love you, Katie. Uh, <laughs> From beyond the grave, Minnie. Um, so, Jeremiah, you are running through the trees. The muffled sounds of this fight you left behind. Uh, you sort of come running into this clearing. You know, you've, you have some superficial wounds. You're bleeding. Uh, you've managed to, like, your heart has stopped trying to pound its way out of, its, out of your chest at this point. And, but you're still out of breath as you kind of come around the corner. And as you're, as you're coming along the slope you 
hear running footsteps coming from off to your left, heading in your direction. And it seems like you're going to intersect with each other. Okay. I'm okay with that, I think. All right, so you I just keep, you keep running forward? No. All right, so you run forward for another few feet, and out, up over this little rise, you see Walter Pennerbaker. He's kind of holding his hat on his head. He's got a gun in, a, in his hand, and he comes over the uh, the edge of this slope, running sort of in this like diagonal to intersect where exactly where you're heading to. Um, mm. He skids to a halt as he realizes somebody's in the trees, and he points his revolver at you. And he says, oh, hold, it. Right hold it right there. Oh. It, Padre? Yeah, what, where do you come from? I was up on the slope. That The boy Lucas there has got one of those, I don't know what the hell those are, down. My boys are helping him out. I was, something exploded. I'm on my way back to check on the deputy and the others. Oh, uh, well, I best come with you then. Shoot. He, uh, he keeps the gun ready, but he's not pointing at you anymore. And he uh, starts running again in that direction. And you both sort of come up down the slope and, and over the little rise that's left. And you just see this chaotic scene. This You can see where the blast went off. You can see Hudson slumped over like his back to you. And, you, and as you kind of come over the lip, you almost run and tumble over something on the ground. Just make me a dexterity check. <laughs> okay. Uh, dexterity. All right. So, uh, let's see. So, Pennebaker manages to sidestep and keep his feet, but you go ass over tea kettle <laughs> as you fall over this form and you look back to see a, uh, Delilah sort of laid out against a tree. You can see her head is like bleeding. It looks like she oh. hit the tree with an extreme amount of force. And she's lying on the ground, not really moving too much. Uh, don't check on, on Hudson. I'll, I'll keep Delilah here. And I'll, I have, I have first aid. I could try first aiding her. Okay, go for it. Uh, it's not the best, but it's not awful. So... Oh! Hedge! Oh. Boom! Boom so... goes... Oh, wait, I'm not going there. <laughs> so, uh, really? So, Jeremiah, what do you do to, uh, to give first aid to Delilah? I mean, I probably open her eyes, make sure she's not dead, you know, check that she, you know, she has some amount of movement, check her, her pulse and everything. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, do first aid things. I'm not very efficient <laughs> in real life. <laughs> on, on someone you who's had like- tend to the wound on her head. That would be- Oh, yeah. Thing. So yeah. Che check her breathing. You check the her head to see if, you know, you, you see that she is in fact alive. And mm -hmm. then um, you sort of rouse her awake. And Delilah, you-, you start to sort of hear Jeremiah's voice distant at first and then little by little your eyes start to open. Things are still very kind of blurry. You've got like a lot of like you gotta kind of wipe your eyes and pa Padre, do you have a twin? Or uh, are you a triplet? I not that or I'm aware of. 
Oh, oh gosh. Okay. And, yeah, there's only one of me here. And you've got severe ringing in your ears from this. Uh, what was that? A pod, Padre? Speak. Just be careful now, Delilah. She I, is. She is talking very loudly. Like her yeah. volume is pretty, pretty high. I can't understand <laughs> you, Padre. I, I, I. Jeremiah, Jeremiah was in the fucking Civil War, so I think he's used to someone who, you know. Shell shock? Yeah. So I think he does his best to sort of ease her out of it, you know. All right. Meanwhile, Pennebaker had slowed, but as he sees you've got this under control, he he takes tentative steps up and he moves around so Hudson, you can see that he is there. And mm -hmm. he's, and, and you hear him stop and like, you hear him like just inhale. Oh no. Oh Lord, no. And then he says real quiet, De deputy? How, how big is Pennebaker? Pennebaker is, um, let's see. He is not very big. He is, he is maybe a little taller than uh jeremiah who's not you know like an overly big guy and he's not like he is looks bigger because he wears like you know clothes to kind of make himself look like he's got more of a presence but mm -hmm. definitely to you he's very small okay um carefully making sure Maybe that's just like drop to the ground. Um, Hudson's gonna stand up and just with both hands grab Pennebaker by the shirt and lift him into the air. Ugh, deputy! And just stare, stare and be like, Why De did you fucking bring her with you? Deputy, deputy, put me down. Deputy, calm down. Calm down, sir. She, Why? She wanted to come and make sure you were okay. She wanted. Yeah. The, the reverend said you were in trouble. That, that. That Jack was gonna have you killed. Yeah. He's just gonna kinda look down towards me and go, and look what happened. He's just gonna throw Penna Baker to the ground. Wanna roll me a strength roll to see how hard you toss this boy down on the ground? Not very. Alright, yeah, you just sort of toss him aside like Like I'm not trying to hurt him, I'm just kinda like, you're garbage to me, throw you away. He uh uh, he hits the ground, uh, manages to, to stop himself from, like, slamming into some rocks that are right there. He kind of catches himself. His, uh, his hat rolls away and, uh, dust kind of kicks up. And he just sort of stays there for a moment, waiting to see what, how you react. Um, I'm just gonna kind of, like, <clears throat> loom over him a little bit. Be like, the Reverend is the reason she's dead now. Do you know that? He scans around. He's like, what are you what are you talking about? Where is where is Reverend Duffy? Reverend Duffy! Where is he? Running away, because he's another one of those fucking monster people around here, and I'm sick of it. What the hell are you talking about, Deputy? I am sick of this. He's this weird Duffy's gone, and in his place there's this weird fucking tentacle thing. I'm sick of this. 
He looks back at Jeremiah. He's like, Deputy, Deputy, I think you, I think you might be in shock. Padre, help me with this. He, uh, the man, the man's wife is dead. Oh. Uh, oh gosh. Oh, uh, Hudson, I'm, uh, I kind of, you know, I'll put Delilah and sort of sit her up and make sure she doesn't like fall over or anything. <laughs> and then I'll get up and start walking towards Hudson. I'm like, what? And I think, I think, I think Jeremiah's gonna go over and try and hug Hudson. Is he making, um, I mean, Hudson won't respond. He'll just let it happen, but he's not gonna okay. like change his stance or anything. No, that's fair. Uh, and um, I think Jeremiah will ask him if he wants Jeremiah to say like any words for for, for Minnie or anything. I am a I am a, a priest first and foremost. Save your breath. She didn't believe in that. Ah. What was what was this about, Reverend Duffy? All I know is I left, I heard screaming, and I came back, and there was this weird black tentacle thing running away. Minnie blew herself up trying to stop him, and I shot him, and he still just ran. Ah. How much of this can I hear at this point? Uh, you're get you're getting most of this. If it's it's like you're kind of having to do one of those, like you kind of poke one ear and like and like listen. Um, you you're just sort of understanding what happened to Minnie as well because you were blasted back at the same time that she was killed by the explosion. I was about to say something real bad. I was going to be like, rest in pieces, Minnie. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. I'm on a roll today. I'm really tired. <laughs> um, uh, what was it? I, okay. I, I think Delilah will stand up and she's going to walk up to the two of them. And she's going to begin by saying Reverend Duffy was the reason all of this is going on. And I oh. believe Penna Baker is with him, and I knew he was a slimy fucking snake from the beginning. Penna Baker will, at this point, like, he was starting to get up, and he, like, turns and looks at you, Delilah, and he's like, I resent that completely, man. Well, that's fine. I know what you fucking are, and you can say whatever the fuck you want, but you brought this upon everyone in this town. So I would think best think about your actions before you do anything else. I am a businessman, first and foremost. And your business was with the Reverend who had that fucking tentacle monster. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I, I'm going to sort of try and get between the two of them. Good luck. Well, Penna, Penna, so Pennebaker is, at this point, he's like down, like he's got one foot on the ground, but he's on the knee still. And now he kind of puts his hands up. Because he, at this point, realizes he lost his revolver in the, in the toss. And he's mm. just looking around at everyone a little shell-shocked here now, too. I'm going to point at Pennebaker, and I'm going to say, you said something about the Reverend telling you that Jack was going to kill Hudson? 
Jack would never do that. The, the Reverend Duffy came by my establishment and was talking about how he noticed y'all sort of hanging about together the last few days. And I had no taken a bit of a notice it, to it as well. I thought maybe Jack was up to something that he didn't want me to get wind of. Uh, so the Reverend came to me and when I asked him what he knew about it, he told me that from what he'd heard, that new guy, Lucas, was hired by Jack to make it look like an accident if Hudson didn't come back to town. And you believe everything the Reverend tells you? If you're a businessman, I would think you'd be a bit smarter than trusting everything you hear in town. You know, I've never had a problem with Reverend Duffy. He's a bit of a nutcase in some senses of the word. but A lot of senses of the word. But I also know Jack fairly well now, and I know that Jack isn't against doing any number of things to improve his position. So I'm going to say... You realize that I run that establishment for him, right? To murder the person who runs your business would be bad business. I'm not, I, I wasn't told that you were in danger, Delilah. You were sort of, from what the Reverend said, it was gonna, Hudson was gonna die. It was gonna look like an accident and because you were out here with him. That was gonna be the alibi for the situation. That Lucas was supposed so, to make it look like you were gonna come back and be the alibi. That you wouldn't see what happened to Hudson, but you would f find him. And that, that would how that's how the town was gonna find out what happened to him. That's what I was told. Now Well, so we can't confirm or deny this information, other than I know Jack wouldn't do that because he knows that I would uh put him in his place. Well, okay, so the Reverend told Mr. Pennebaker that, and you know that Jack wouldn't do that in in your mind, Delilah. Duffy manipulated Pennebaker. As much as he's a slimy snake and I hate his guts, Yeah. Duffy got what was coming to him. Just like What I didn't Reverend... anticipate was the tentacle monster, and I'm sorry, Hudson. Uh, yeah, I don't think any of us expected that, but... Hudson's only half listening to all of this. That means the Reverend, if he's trying to cause trouble between Mr. Pennebaker and Jack... I mean, that also explains why he was trying to gather up a little posse to go after the the, the, the Sasquatches. Yeah? Well, no, I, mean, I think that's what he honestly wanted for, like, forever. Well, but the the point is, I think they're the enemies of these, these Beelzebub creatures. So, he's trying to make it easier for them. Uh, yes, because he sided with the bugs. That's yeah. why he wants the Sasquatch gone. I've already figured this all out, which is why. Well, I yeah, yeah, but what are? It's all coming together here. What are? A, I, what's a Sasquatch? The ape men, the hairy ape men that the Reverend were talking about. They're our friends, so yeah. speak ill of them, and you might have the same fate as the Reverend. Wait. W wait. Okay. The, the, what, Mr. Pinnemaker, you just saw giant bug creatures. Are you really going to be surprised that there are giant ape creatures too? I mean, I don't mean to insult you, but... I'm still processing the bugs. That's understandable. What, what the hell are you all wrapped up in up here? <laughs> That's a good question that I'm not sure we know the answer to. 
Because we didn't anticipate tentacle monsters coming out of dead people. The bug things are going to blow up the dam and flood this fucking town. Well, yeah. That's... And Duffy over here was talking about how these angels are going to flood the town of the wicked. Put two and two together, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wow. so, wait, somebody's going to blow up the dam. The bug. Yeah, from the sounds of it. Oh, that's, um, well... I mean, I wasn't going to tell you, but now you're here, so... Talking about washing out your competition. Well... May I, may I get up uh, off where I'm... Um, can I get up now? Just I, I'm on, 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 on our, my, my gun is somewhere over there. I'll grab his hand and help him up. Thank you, Padre. Uh... You... So... How tall is Penny Baker? Just out of curiosity. Um, he's probably only about five eight. <laughs> so he's still a good six inches taller than Delilah. Well, Delilah's, you know, like five foot five one. Small but mighty. So. Um, That's him. Hudson's got a lot of height on this guy. Yeah. Uh, when you picked him up, you took him clean off his feet. So he's he he still has his hands kind of up, and he says, uh. I wouldn't try any funny business. No, no, no funny business. So you're saying that, that the dam, they're going for the dam. Yes. Since when were they going for the dam? Since the Sasquatch is told us we were going for the dam, so probably always. I'm just yeah. saying, I, I was inquiring about a couple people who have been missing about town. And, uh, well, Noble, the blacksmith. He turned up missing the other day. I was looking for a set of horseshoes. He was supposed to shoe my horse. Uh, the brothers there that own the hardware store and a couple others. And I I got word that they were doing some work oh. or making some deliveries up by the dam. The fuckers. Probably Duffy. So you best get on your horse and come with us now, right? Uh, yes, uh, you're- that, uh, fellow Lucas is, uh, up- still up there with my men, dealing with the- Oh shit, well- The bug. I- I like the Lucas guy, I'm not gonna lie to you. He's a good guy. Um, I- I guess we should probably do something about that, shouldn't we, boys? Probably. Hudson, are you, are you, I, well, I, I know you're not good, but. Hudson's just going to pull out one of his rifles and just start walking towards where the bug was. All right. That answers my question. <laughs> um, oh Delilah boy. is going to give him her one shot holdout pistol because she, as much as she wants him dead, she doesn't really want him dead. Mm. At least not right now. So you hand Here. that to Pennebaker? Yeah, she's gonna like shove it in his chest, like right along his sternum, like intentionally, violently. <laughs> Thank you, dear. <laughs> you only got one shot with that one. Uh, so make it count. Oh, oh. He's kind of looks forlornly for the uh, gun he dropped, but he doesn't see it. And he looks around and doesn't want to take the time to sort of go back for it. Mm. And uh, 
All right, then. He starts following after Hudson. Everybody, um, go ahead. As they all wander off, I think Jeremiah is going to say a few words for Nitty before they go. Just because he doesn't feel right leaving a, a human body, you know. And we're coming back for her. <laughs> so. I know, but he doesn't feel right leaving her in like this this area just alone, you know. So he, he says some words over her and then follows after him. Tells the Lord to protect her soul, you know, all that. All right. So Hudson, you proceed forward with your rifle in hand, uh, followed by Delilah and Pennebaker, who Pennebaker is. Eyes are flitting between Delilah and Hudson. Delilah and Hudson. As they should be. Um, can I ask you a question? I'm yes. assuming that, like, Jeremiah took a scrap of fabric so that there's, like, not blood gushing down my face still. Yeah. Yeah. He, his okay. first aid would have been for... He tr he sort of uh, staunched the bleeding on your forehead and made sure that he roused you back to being awake. I would have ripped something off my clothes if I needed a bandage. Okay. So. Cool. Um, so I just was trying to get a picture in my head. Yep. As you all are, as Jeremiah, you finish up your prayer and you stand up to walk away and the rest of you are walking up the hill. Uh, everybody just roll me listen checks. Jeremiah, you can roll with an advantage die. Whoa. Okay. Advantage die. Oh. <laughs> Green or black die. Why can't I remember? Why can't I breathe today? Oh! Ooh. Um, so Hudson and Delilah, you hear from down the slope, back in the direction where you camped the night before and where your horses are tied in that, back in that area, heading toward the Creek, you hear, uh, what I can only describe as the, the Wilhelm scream, the, ah, and then, but it's, it's very quick and it's, and then it's gone. Can I try to figure out if that was Lucas? Um, you can tell it, Lucas was ahead of you. So it sounds like it came from where you camped the night before. So that's back oh, behind okay. you. So you don't, it does you don't think it sounds like him. It's, and it's very distant. It's coming probably from at your best guess, almost at the stream bed down below the Creek. Um, Where did we it, leave our horses after all this? And that campsite. little grove we found. Oh, okay. So they're Hudson. closer to where we are than where our campsite was. Okay. Um, Hudson's gonna stop and like not so subtly point his rifle in the general direction of Pennebaker. Be like, who else is here? He stops and looks at you and looks back at Delight and he goes, uh, uh, um, well, there's, there's Henry and Terry who were with Lucas and, but, uh, Warder, Warder was taking the low, taking the Creek. Mm. Oh, well, that's two lives on your head, Pennebaker. What, what are you talking about? He looks around. Oh, he didn't hear it. He didn't. Yeah. He seems like he didn't hear the sound. There was just another scream. It seemed to be coming down near the Creek. I'm guessing the tentacle monster got your guy, Pennebaker. I still don't know what this tentacle monster is or these Sasquatch are. Still, Get over it, they exist. I'm going to deal with the bug things because right now the bug things are right here. 
as you crest the little hill and you see uh, Lucas has got a bug wrapped up in rope. And there are two very shaky individuals standing on either side about 20 feet back with their guns pointed at the big slumped form of a bug. And just... And when they hear footsteps, one of them turns around and points his gun up the slope. Mr. Pennerbaker, sir. Uh, he, uh, he tied it up. I think it might still be breathing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they breathe. Uh, uh, and he just points the gun back at it. And he looks back. Is this one of the ones with the gooey armory stuff? Um, this one did not have armor. Do I know enough about anatomy to try to uh, find, or can I roll to see if I can find its throat? Can you roll to see if you can find its throat? I will say. Probably a natural world check, I would assume. Unless you think I'm I don't know, these aren't very natural. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um, I mean, that, that is also fair. I would say, uh, roll me... Um, I, I was thinking scale up bug knowledge, you know, little bug. Yeah. Big bug, big bug man. I will say roll a natural world, but roll it with a disadvantage die because they are not possibly uh, of this world. Hey, look at that. Okay. Nice. Never mind. So Delilah, you take a look at this creature and you make your best guess where this its throat may be. What are you doing? I'm taking out my Bowie knife and I'm going to cut it so that way we can take a dead bug back. All right. Okay. So you walk up, you pick out where its throat might be and uh, you... So do you just cut its throat or do you take its head off? Um, I want to bring the whole bug back so we can like investigate the bug and see how they work. That might be a little... How big are these things? That might be hard to drag the body all the way horse. back in town. We all have horses, but we have to drag it. Well, depending how, you could probably also tie it to the back of the horse. God. I have rope. Well, I just don't I know don't, technically I'll how. It. I mean, I guess it depends on. Like, I don't know how big these things are. I mean, they're big enough that they could have carried. Uh, they could have carried a Hudson here, if here's they had the enough strength. Here's the thing. We have an extra horse. We have Duffy's horse. We can just tie it to Duffy's horse. Problem solved. I want the whole body. Also, I'm going to cover it with, like, a bedroll blanket. Because I don't think we should come into town parading with a bug. With the bug man. I don't... I don't... I don't know if we even have time to go back to town, honestly. I mean, if Duffy went and, or, well, even if monster went scurrying off, it might be going straight for the dam. Or it's going to town. I don't know. Is the dam on our way back? Do we know as a group? So you know that the dam is to the west sort of a little northwest but to the west of town so heading back you would have to instead of heading um down the creek which is mostly south from here you would have to go a little bit to the southwest to kind of get there it's all it's a on the map that you have it's the purple circle 
in a uh, roll 20. I'm really happy you circled all these things on here because that makes yeah, it so sure. much easier. Yeah. You uh, all you all are up at Humboldt Mountain where the red circle is. Yep. And we're more than a day's out from town. Um, you know that you could get to town within the day if you rode straight. The reason why it took so long is because you all... Oh, yeah, we took a detour. Mm -hmm, you all headed yeah. out to Brick Peak to find the Sasquatches and then headed yeah. back. And then headed yeah. Do we know or think we can get to the dam before uh, sundown or um, early enough in the evening? You think you could because you all woke up in the morning and headed right up here. So it's still earlier in the day. Uh, so if you went straight for the dam today, you could get to the dam. Well, boys, I don't know if... I, well, I, I'm not making a decision. Mm -hmm. I'm not responsible for this. I've caused enough problems. I mean... If my, what Mr. Pennebaker says is true, even if even if he didn't go straight there, we might be able to find these these deliveries or these packages that were evidently being made up there. I mean, I do have more dynamite. Well, well, that's actually probably not where we want to blow up. That's probably not where we want to put the dynamite. Never mind. Sure. That would be helping <laughs> the bad guys. Um, that's probably what they're already doing up there. <laughs> we go to the dam first, check things out. Yes, I think I'd feel more comfortable just making sure of that. The question you, is, do we want Mr. Pennebaker and his men to come with us? I mean, extra firepower if they promise they're on our side and know the consequences of deciding not to be. I think they know that. <laughs> I think they know that much. I mean, <laughs> I think the fact that Hudson physically picked Pennebaker up with ease off the ground. Well, true. <laughs> Mr. Pennebaker, we are taking you with us. I'm oh. going to make it abundantly clear. You try to side with the guys at the dam, you are getting riddled with bullets. Do I make myself clear? <laughs> he looks at you as you are now not somewhat covered in a little bit of like this icker from slashing this creature's throat and he's kind of giving you like, i probably have reverend blood all over me anyway for <laughs> i mean you you are kind of a kind of a mess right now delilah <laughs> um he just he's sort of looking at you um why don't you roll me a uh persuasion with um advantage die okay i'll take that persuasion is better Extreme! Ow. He just, uh, he looks you up and down. He looks at the, uh, set of Hudson's face. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to do what I can to help you all. I don't know exactly what we walked ourselves into. Obviously, we were misled. Mm. And I would like to try to do what I can to make it up to all of you if possible well, i don't know that i don't know that i can ever really make up what's happened today but let's go let's go uh and uh as he's as he's talking you see uh coming out of the trees uh this irish wolfhound that you recognize as his dog that usually follows him around uh and he comes running up to pennebaker and like 
kind of nuzzles up to him and looks around at you all. And Pennebaker just like one hand goes down and he says, all right, King, it's all right. It's all right. It's good. Good boy. Good boy. Y'all know King, right? No. Probably Not seen him personally. when I've been snooping around the enemy. I mean, your business establishment. <clears throat> he's he's a good boy. He must have uh, taken his time coming up the hill. He's getting he's getting a little older, you know. But. I mean, sometimes I have to take it a little slow going up the hill, or, or I guess rolling down the hill. Never mind. <laughs> hmm. Uh, well, let's find. Let's get our horses and move towards the dam because apparently I'm going to be the one that makes a decision because nobody else could say it out loud that we were making a decision. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, do you want Hudson making decisions right now? I mean, I feel like Hudson uh, it just as impulsive as Delilah is right now, so eh, probably the outcome would be the same. Oh boy. Hey, you two, can, can you carry the bug back to <laughs> Duffy's horse? It's dead. I made sure it's really, really dead. And and you see her, like, spit in her hand and wipe black ecker off of it? Or or spit on her knife and just, like, rub it on her pants? They they look from you to Pennebaker, and he's like, pick up the damn bug. <laughs> I love Delilah so much. You, you, they they holster their guns and you see them like both walking toward it and they cut they sort of like circle and one of them looks at the yes. I, I, I don't want no I'll take I'll, I'll take the head you take the, I'm not taking the back and you're carrying the back end of that sucker just get it underneath the the I, are those wings just get it underneath the wings and just pick he's like can Delilah fi fire a warning shot up into the air to get the to spook them sure like, Delilah can damn bug up <laughs> yeah you fire a shot into the air both of them uh throw themselves into the dirt and cover their heads pick up the bug penny breaker's like pick up the damn bug just pick it up let's go and uh so they walk over and you see them awkwardly trying to like muscle underneath this thing and try to like carry it and start kind of moving it across very much struggling to carry this awkward creature the both of them individually like looking back and forth at each other like they look like they want to bolt but they're mm -hmm. just doing their best not to as they start to follow you all across can i look for pennebaker's gun you go back toward mm -hmm. the slope and go up and over all right, yeah, because it's going to take oh. them a little bit following you. You guys, you you all will definitely get uh, a little bit ahead of the two of them moving with the body. Okay. Um, question, because I'm assuming the horses are down the hill, so we have to kind of go back the way we came, right? Like, I'm just trying to remember the geography. Yeah, your like, horses are down the hill. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we might as well go back past where we were. Um pick up mini question mark or are we leaving her here this is a directed question at hudson like do you want to he's, he's take... taking mini okay and then also he's going to because he saw where is he's going to pick up duffy's gun i was going to look specifically for it and i was going to give it back to him so that we actually have someone with well no gun. duffy not pennebaker oh okay that's fine you can have this 
I forgot that we were like standing right on top of it and I could have picked that one up and given it to him. But that's fine. <laughs> but he's going to pick it up and if anybody is close enough to hear him, he's going to say, I'm going to use his own gun to kill him. Delilah, and he's going to like tuck it away. Nice. Pot hidden, I assume. Yeah, to look for the other gun. As you hear Hudson say this and tucking it away. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, Yep, you find uh, Pennebaker's gun. It actually went into some uh, underbrush and was kind of caught up on some roots underneath one of these bushes. Is you it better than my Peacemaker? Um, It's... Let's see. He is carrying a... Because I might just hand him my gun and keep his. Nice. Trade. So he had a 36 revolver. Which I don't think is better than what I have. So um, I guess he can have his gun back. Peacemakers are better. Yep. I got both. Hudson. <laughs> this was better. Um, Penna Baker, you, you give me my gun back. And she does the, like, she's not, like, obviously trying to injure him. Because at this point, we need all the firepower we can get. But it's definitely, like, she's holding onto the muzzle of it, assuming it's not too warm. And going to, like, snap the, the grip of it back at him. And, and she motions for her for her holdout pistol back. Uh, so he winces just slightly as you slap the gun into the palm of his hand. And then he hands you back your gun with uh, just holding it pointed down toward the ground. He's got the, the back end of it pointed out towards you. He's like, here you go. Thank you. And she just smiles. Um, so the, uh, the two gentlemen come up over the hill. They've got the bug kind of in between them. Lucas is kind of directing them with it. He's not, he is not helping them carry it. He's just directing them and what to do with it. He takes a look around and uh, he goes over and takes Duffy's horse and brings it over. When the horse gets a little closer to the bug, you see it like its nostrils flare a little bit and it kind of pulls back a little like but Lucas manages to sort of pull on the reins and bring it toward it so that they can get this bug. And he's looking at it and he's like, do we want to maybe rig something for it to pull it behind it? I think it's going to be a little awkward for the horse to actually carry this big sucker. If you think you can do that and you can do it quickly, great. If not, I guess I'll just take the head. Not quite as impressive as a, of a trophy. Uh, just, just the head. He takes a look around, seeing if he thinks he can come up with something in a pinch to uh, to put it together, uh, and shakes his head. He's like, mm, "I think that you're gonna have to. Uh, I think you're gonna have to part with most of the carcass there, Delilah, sweetheart." Don't call me sweetheart. First off, nods. Sorry. Second off, I guess that'll be okay. <laughs> Can I do it with my extreme, or do I have to roll again? Um, I will have you just roll again for like do a do more like a strength roll with advantage because you know you're not trying to be neat about this. You're just trying to take this thing off. Oops, I should have done this the right way. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> So you 
Make Apparently, it. adrenaline is a wonderful thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, so you managed to decapitate the bug uh, with Pennebaker's two men just sort of backing up as you do backing up, backing up. They kind of wiping their hands on their on their pants, looking at each other. Like, what the? Boss, are we going back to town now? And he just shakes his head. No, get on. Get, get your horses. We're we're going to go with them. We're going to go check out the dam. Apparently something's going on with the dam. Okay, so Delilah, before she goes, because she's just feeling crazy and impulsive, she's going to stick her finger in the black acre and do, uh. like, underbrow. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to lick it. Uh, I thought no. it was going to be like... Nope. Be like um, I was like, please don't do that. Nope. She Not just wants, call like, war paint. Go. She wants war paint. It works. And it was handy. Handy, yes. Handy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at this point, Delilah's a mess. She's probably got her own, her own blood running down her face. Well, let's add a little bug blood. <laughs> yes, Katie. Can you stop damage. Doom. Um, all right, so you have a... How are you carrying this this decapitated head? Delilah, Delilah, you look like a mess for sure now. Like, if you didn't look like a mess, you would definitely, a mess you're definitely a hot mess now. Um, she left her makeup back at uh, the potty original, so she's improvising. Um, I figure I have, like, ropes and blankets, and I'm going to just make a bundle and tie it up to the back of my horse and or put it in a saddlebag after putting it in a blanket. Was my plan. My okay. thought. So you have collected Duffy's horse, Pennebaker and his men collect their horses, and Minnie's horse. Hudson, you collect Minnie. Mm-hmm. And the rest of your horses are down the slope near the creek. Okay. As you all make your way back, following the trail that Hudson and Jeremiah took this morning to come up here. You quickly make your way down and you find lying on the ground up ahead, there is a two big lumps, one larger than the other, just splayed in the path. One dude in his horse, probably. Yes, one is definitely a a horse that has been. uh, It looks like uh, it's almost like the front end and the back end were twisted and corkscrewed, and the legs are in the wrong direction. And the other is. It looks like it was a person, but there's. It's in one piece, but it's sort of split down the middle from it looks like something got a hold of its legs and just sort of wishboned it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's a bit of a mess in the path there as you come down the path. Huh. Penna- Twice? No, sorry. Go ahead. Penna Baker just sort of slows to a stop and is like, oh, what the hell? So I was just like, um, I would say that is the, uh, 
Reverend Tentacle Monster? Yep. How, more than more than likely. How big is it? Well, it came out of the Reverend. Uh, okay. Yeah. Out of character, I don't know if we ever actually talked about the size, or at least I can't remember. It it seemed to expand outward, so it actually took a more like purchase than the Reverend would have. Like it seemed to swell and grow out of the body as the yeah. form of the Reverend melted. Um yeah, take the Reverend and add some volume or add some mass to him. And that is the tentacle monster. You see the two men behind Pennebaker just looking at each other like what? Like their expressions are getting more and more like they're the like slack jawed and they're 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 more and more ashy and pale as this is going on. What if I told you this wasn't even the worst of what we saw? Bad though. Not the worst though. No. Up there, but not not the worst. You can hear uh in the nearby clearing, you can hear the sound of horses. Alright, let's our horses are okay. Oh so, yeah, our, these aren't our horses. Uh, so when you come into the clearing, you see Boss, Sancho, and Sable uh, milling about, still tied up. But what about Shadow? Shadow isn't here. Oh. My mother fucking fuck fuck. Okay, cool. I guess... Well, um, I'm gonna get on Sancho. My good boy. Can I attempt to whistle for my horse? See if it's around within earshot? Uh, sure, give me... Um... I know I'm asking for all these like really specific things. No, it's fine. Um... Now I'm imagining Red Dead Redemption. Anyway. <laughs> Just gonna spawn in and run towards you. If that's how it works. Gonna clip in through the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, just roll me, um, I'm gonna say natural world, just like for you to signal for your or is, is your persuasion better? My persuasion is Roll better. that, because it's your horse. Hmm. It hasn't been my horse long, but okay, I will gladly take persuasion. And it doesn't matter. I've Failed either with either roll. Okay, so Delilah is whistling oh, and wait. looking around. I mean, if you take the natural world roll, that's a 65. My persuasion is 65. Yep. So you <laughs> you are whistling and whistling, and there is no response from Shadow. Well, there goes all the dynamite. Great. Well, that's even that's even better, because if the Reverend took it, then he has all the dynamite. He's not the Reverend. He's well, a tentacle what, monster. What, listen, I, I'm not gonna Jeremiah. Call, oh my gosh. Jeremiah, it, he's dead. Tentacle monster is harder to say than just calling him, you know, whatever. I, can I, we call him like former father? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Past former Padre. Past pa that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. I mean, I prefer the term son of a bitch, but I mean me. there's that too, but We could just call him TM, which kind of sounds like Tim. 
Mm. Short for tentacle monster. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, Red Dead Reverend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> tired right now. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure maybe this is just now Delilah's coming down from all the adrenaline. <laughs> maybe. And she's loopy. Um, well, I don't have a horse now. She, well, I mean, my my, my mule's kind of too small, I would assume, for two people. Mules or are I, actually pretty big. Oh, all right, well. Penna Baker says um, you could take the Reverend's horse, uh, seeing as we didn't need to put the bug on it. Make a point. <clears throat> He's looking back over his shoulder to the two lumps on the slope. He says to the two uh, lackeys he's got with him, he says, Henry, Terry, go get Warder. We're going to bring him back to town. So, Delilah is a bit conflicted about getting on Reverend Duffy's horse. Um, oh, that's but fair. I think she does it because she sure as hell ain't walking to the dam. So I think she saddles up and probably is saying every curse word about him under her breath. No, probably she's just saying them at this point. Okay. There, there is and no if, more subtlety in your swearing, Delilah. No, she's not about niceties at this point. Like, her town is gonna be flooded. She doesn't care. Like... Yeah. That's I valid. mean, she already said mean and nasty things about... Um, Kind of baker anyway in his presence <laughs> so well i mean she's kind of already made it abundantly maybe not abundantly clear but somewhat clear to his face. i think it's been abundantly clear yeah maybe a little anyway, bit maybe a little bit we ride off um yes would we have a shovel anywhere on on shadow oh <laughs> Um, you would probably have at least a couple amongst you because Delilah bought extra equipment that would That's have true. had to be spread out okay. amongst the group. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in, we're in this little grove. Hudson's going to start digging. Okay. Hudson, do you want some help? Because I have, I suspect I know what you're doing. He's just not going to respond, like, affirmative or negatively. Can Delilah find a shovel? Make a luck roll for me to see if you can find another shovel. What? Well, I got four locks, so wish me luck, boys. Ooh, so close. This is when Delilah realizes her shovel was on shadow. Ah! <laughs> Fuck! There's another shovel among them. It just says, Delilah can't use this. Sorry, Delilah, your shovel is in another saddlebag. <laughs> this is not the saddlebag you're looking for. Or the, there you go, that's a good one, too. I'm sorry, you're not high enough level to use a shovel. <laughs> the shovel, yeah. Uh, Lucas looks around and says, I think I dropped mine. Oh my god. I don't have it. Well, I had all that good luck. I must really be coming down from uh, my adrenaline high, or my, uh, yeah, adrenaline. Uh, I'm starting to probably get shocky. Uh, 
Pennebaker uh, takes a canteen off his horse's saddle and he kind of holds it out to you all and he's like, anyone uh, need need some water? Or And he takes a hip flask out, something stronger, maybe? Delilah takes the hip flask. There is some, uh, some fine whiskey in there. She probably takes more than, like, one should take in one drink's worth of, of fine whiskey. Understandable. He kind of takes his hat off. He, like, dusts his hat off. He's sort just sort of looking around. He he looks shell-shocked, even though he was not involved in the explosion itself. Like, no. he's, he's a man trying to come to terms with everything you're telling him. Kind of baker. I think this is the point in time that we should probably set aside our differences. Our town is in jeopardy, and as much as I don't like you being there, it is our town. I agree, Delilah, and I honestly, I never saw us as having differences. I always saw you as a um, very talented woman and very good at what you do. In fact, I have offered many times for you to come work for me because I have recognized that talent. And that is that where talent. we had, that, and that is where we had differences. I know, I know how you feel about Jack, and that you think that he is what you think he is. But I, you know, that my door, Delilah, has always been open for you. Mm-hmm. Not trying to offend you, ma'am. Not trying to offend you. Just speaking, speaking my truth there. I mean, I, I guess I kind of asked for that, but you're making it real hard to not like me, Mew. But I really need you to like be able to shoot a gun. So. I'm resisting the urge real hard right now. I and I greatly appreciate your your self-control, Delilah. I think at this point, neither of us are gonna have a place an establishment that we run if this goes down. So can we can we work together? And I think she takes the canteen from his hand now and she washes her hand and she's legitimately gonna stick her hand out for a handshake. Like a business person. I can't promise once we save the town that this is going to stick, sir. Um, but he, uh, one business person to another. Can we shake on cooperating just for the next little bit? He uh, looks at you and he puts his hand out. He's like, oh, I'm all about saving uh, Paul Heaton. It is, uh, I have grown very fond of it and it is an investment for me. And you must know that for a businessman, his investments are like his children. No wonder Jack, no wonder Jack likes me so much. And she'll put her hand in his and, and do the like firm handshake. So we have an accord. We will do our best. And we are agreeing that that doesn't mean that we agree on everything after the fact. Correct. Like I said, neither of us have businesses or investments of time, or in my case, blood, sweat, and tears, um, if the dam blows. Now, so, let me ask you a question. I'll come with you. I know that we should have as many as we can, but would it be useful to send these two back to the town and see if they can't... Is there anything you think they can do? I mean, what if, what if God I forbid, mean, we're too late? The only thing that could ha- help is maybe them getting Jack's men. But I'm pretty sure the dam is before the town. And we're closer to the dam than we are to town. Even riding, or it's very, the timing is going to be very close. I don't, I don't think 
That's worth it. I don't think there's time. Uh, if if you that's how you feel, then did I, don't think so did, I ha did we mention any of this? Like, oh no, we didn't know this before when well, before we left town, right? Like, no, we didn't. Know, we just knew the town was in danger. Actually, well, no, we didn't even know that. Actually, well, we knew that the there were bugs in the. Yeah, we told everyone not to leave town. Well, yeah, you had actually asked Jack to make sure that people stayed within the town's limits. Do you got any paper or anything yeah. I can write on or with, Peter Baker? Um. Well, and he reaches inside his coat and pulls out like a notepad, and he pulls out a small pencil. I mean, I I'd like to keep this with me in case I think of any ideas during the course of my day. Well, perfect. This might be useful. I told Jack to keep everyone in town. Yes, that is true, because we actually had to cause a diversion so that we could get out of town yesterday. So we should probably send your men back with a note, a handwritten note for me saying, get the hell out of town. This is actually Delilah. I swear to you, or something along those lines. I'll be more persuasive in my, my writing. Um, the dam is going to be blown. Send some men in that direction. And pray your men get there before the dam blows. Or before we get to the dam. He uh, he hands you the paper for you to write the note. He looks back at the other two and he says, Henry, Terry. And they're, uh, they've gotten what remains of Warder kind of up and sort of on the back of one of the, the horses. And he's like, take him down, leave him behind for now. You can come back for him if you have time. We gotta get to town. Take this note to Jack Stratton. And they both look at each other and look back at him. He's like, don't ask questions, just do what I'm telling you. Tell him it's from Delilah and that things have taken a turn for... Things have taken a turn. That, that's what we'll say. Until he reads the note, he can figure it out. He's a smart man after that. They, uh... You see him, like, take down the body of water and sort of set it off the side of the trail. And, uh, Henry will walk up to you and he puts his hand out for the note. Oh, she'll hand it to him. He takes it, tips his hat, he's like, we'll do our best, ma'am. That's all, all any of us can do right now. He, uh, folds it up, puts it in his shirt pocket, and heads back to his horse. And he and Terry mount their horses and nod at the rest of y'all and... They ride off down toward the creek, heading back for Pawheaton. And you hear the scrape of the shovel as Hudson is still digging. And then just however long it takes until he'll bury Minnie and then cover it back up and then kind of look at them like he's ready to go. How, how deep would you say you went there, Hudson? Uh, I don't think it'd be a, I think he, like, physically and emotionally can only do, like, three feet. So, like, it's semi-shallow, but, like, I don't think he's able to really... And that would be through. a lot of shoveling just by yourself, yeah. regardless. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so... When, um, as you're finishing filling it in, you hear, um, the sound of, like, hoofbeats coming back and you realize that Lucas had slipped away 
and you hear it sounds like something dragging and you see he has rigged up like a tarp behind his horse and he is like pulling uh, some bigger rocks behind and he oh. kind of comes up alongside with the rocks and he doesn't say anything. He just bends down and picks up a rock and starts putting it over to cover up. Where... It will help kind of like marking cover it up. Here I was thinking we were bringing the Sasquatch ammunition. That's completely out of character, but that also makes sense, I suppose. Uh, speaking of the Sasquatch, you have not yeah. seen them since you're... They were fighting. No, they, they sacrificed themselves to save us. Well, two of them did. Assuming that they can't actually rip the bug people apart. But I'm, I'm operating under the assumption that it was a sacrifice. Uh... We don't know where the big guy went. Yep, you haven't seen Big Satch, and uh, the only one who knows where the other two were was uh, Jeremiah. He was the last one to to see. Yeah. You know what I could go for right now? <laughs> what? A marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. Look You have to save Paul Heaton just for the marshmallows. I mean. I think it was a valiant use or an appropriate use of marshmallows. But I, you know, yeah. Um, I'd much rather have the Sasquatch on our side. Just saying. They certainly help. That's for sure. They've they've done their part in this little work of ours, even if they don't show up again. For sure. I still want to make a. Uh, Finishing school for Sasquatches. Well, well, you can do that. That's, I don't think it was so, a stop. I hope that we can make it out alive. Let's go. All right. She mounts up on Duffy's horse again. I think um, before we go, uh, after Hudson and Lucas pile all the rocks on, I think Jeremiah is going to take out his rosary or whatever. Um, I think he's going to leave it on the rock. Oh. And then I'm, I'm going to get on Sancho. and. Yep. As you, as they finish placing the rocks, uh, Lucas just wordlessly, you know, he takes his hat from where he, he had put it down while he worked. He takes it. He kind of puts it over his heart for a minute and then nods his head and puts his hat on and just sort of gives Hudson a nod as he walks back toward his horse. And uh, Pennebaker stays back a little bit, but he also takes his hat off and looks in the direction. And he says very quietly, almost so quiet that you can't make it out, but he says, I'm very sorry. Very sorry. And you see him put his hat back on and stroll away. And mount up onto his horse. And he's like, come on, let's go. And you see King kind of bound over behind the horse. And Hudson, you're the last one left standing over. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to get on to Sable and kind of tie Minnie's horse so that we're walking together. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jamie, why? Nah. Well, I'm not going to leave her fucking horse. 
Well, yeah. I mean, that's fair, but like any of us could have tied up the horse. But you're, you riding your horse next to Betty's horse is just too much. What else am I going to do? My wife is dead. <laughs> <laughs> do you notice when you were missing a horse, I was very silent about the fact that Betty's horse was still here? Yes. That wasn't even going to be an idea. Like, that, that was as, as unfiltered as Delilah has become. Hudson is her friend. Mm-hmm. Penna Baker, in her mind, has always been the enemy. Mm-hmm. And taken business away from the Pahit original. Therefore... Yes. Mm. Yeah, no. She <laughs> she wouldn't have even th- suggested that. Okay. Can I ride your dead wife's horse? She's, not a, she's only an asshole to the people who deserve it. Mm-hmm. And she already feels guilty enough because I'm pretty sure she's got survivor's guilt. Yeah. Anyway, we can discuss that at a later time. We gotta go <laughs> as we head off towards the bell. All right, so you head off, heading for the the uh, Stratton Dam, because you know, because yeah. Jack's full of, full of himself. <laughs> so that's how they named things back in the old west. <laughs> yeah. Um. So are you all? trying to make haste to head for the dam? Yes. Yes. All right. Do you guys want to make me ride checks? No. No, I don't, but I will. <laughs> Boom! Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're slowing us down, Jerry. We should have just left you to fend for yourself against the bugs. Ooh, no, Sancho you, can, you guys can go ahead. Whatever. Uh, so Pennybaker and Jeremiah are trailing a bit behind as Hudson and Delilah you are making much better time. How does this feel for me? Because I would assume that this is not a real pleasant ride. Um, it may seem probably a... having a concussion and you know fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's you're you're maybe a little bit like. I think Delilah is getting through this through sheer willpower. As far as like the discomfort and everything, you st- you definitely would have had like a mild headache, but this is probably not helping the situation. Mm-hmm. I did have a, a big swig of uh, whiskey, though, which, which probably does help counteract some of it. I like to think that uh, you're uh, riding ahead and you still have that uh, that flask in oh, hand. Yeah. Pe- oh, yeah. Pe- Pennebaker sort of looks longingly down at the hip slot where the flask should be, and he looks over at Jeremiah as Jeremiah is riding Sancho, and he goes, um, you didn't happen to bring any alcohol with you there, Padre, did you? Oh, Delilah. Of all the people in the group to ask. Delilah, it's sort of a... Well, she's got my flask. I, it may be empty by now. I don't know. How awful for you. It is. Yes, it is. It's terrible. Uh, Out of character. Read the room, Pennebaker. <laughs> read the room. You are severely outnumbered now that you sent, offered to send your men away. Ask the priest at the funeral if he has alcohol. Uh, Man, I'm really sad I don't have alcohol, he says to the group. You know, I'm just going to say this out of game and out of character. My old priest from my church almost always showed up to funerals that he was supposed to be officiating after he had had a few. So just want to say that that's my experience. Thank you. I mean, there's always church wine. 
And that's well, yeah, true. that's I think that's what we we always assumed. In fact, he used to show up on his motorcycle to the wrong funeral and have to get redirected to the right one. So, just saying, people. <laughs> I'm not naming names or congregations. I'm just saying. Hmm. <laughs> Our padre is a good padre. Apparently. That's right. He's not a tentacle monster. <laughs> exactly. As, well, as far as we know. Well. I don't think Delilah's going to be testing that on any other Padres anytime soon. You say, Padre, you're a tentacle monster. I want to make a psychology check. Mm. That's true. Delilah could do that part. No. <laughs> no, I'm no, I don't know what you're talking about. Insight check, or I guess it was uh, psychology. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it, it's like the cat from uh, the Marvel Universe. It's just like he's really... just a he's just a mind flayer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or not, full, not full tentacle monster, just yeah. Exactly. Oh um, no! Now I have visions of Jerry turning on us. <laughs> After last time, just got my eyes on both of you now. So you follow the creek, and you uh you left not too long after uh Pennebaker's men. So for a while, in fact, Hudson and Delilah, you can see them further up ahead. They, they're kind of like, you know, just forms on the horizon, kind of keeping an equidistant from you all. Um, and you ride south for a couple of hours and you sort of pass out of the shadow of Humboldt Mountain along Muskrat Creek. And you can see where off to your left, looking up into the hills, you know that Delilah's silver mine is up in that direction. And shortly thereafter, you can see uh, the path as you sort of go by where, you know, Jed's claim is sort of up the path and in that direction there. And it's about at Jed's claim area where you have to leave the creek bed and sort of head more southwest to kind of cut across land to find uh, the direct, more direct route to Stratton's Dam. And so you do, you sort of leave the creek and... It slows you down a little bit, and but it gives time for Jeremiah and Pennebaker to sort of catch up. Mm. And you're riding through, and you sort of smell before you see. You can smell this 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 smell that's familiar to the three of you and to Lucas as well. Um, this sort of like stinky, uh, rotting, almost like a dead, like the smell of death, but odd, a little different. And you all remember that was the scent that you smelled when you passed by those trees that looked like they had exploded. Mm. All those. Yeah. I was like, is this more zombie smell? Never mind. Not zombie smell. And as and as you're sort of recognizing the smell, you see up ahead like these brittled, exploded tree stumps and some bigger trees where there's like big gaping holes where it looks like something ripped its way out from the inside. And there's like sap, this this dark oozing greenish sap kind of oozing from these holes. And um, does this dark greenish sap look familiar to the green stuff that the bugs use as armor? It does look like it's a similar coloring. Hmm. Well, I think we know where the bugs are coming from. Yeah, I figured. Wait, it's similar coloring to the armor? Yeah, because they, they pulled something out and then hit it on themselves, which made the armor. 
Great. That's that was Delilah's thought. Can I inspect the tree? You can inspect the tree. Um so as you move to inspect the tree, you notice behind one of the larger trees what looks like a large pile of rotting plant material. Okay. I mean, does this look forested? Like it could just be rotting leaves? Um, leaves? Make me a spot check as you kind of are approaching and sort of seeing this behind the tree. God damn it. Yeah, you're not sure. I mean, it looks like maybe it's just some old rotting tree material from your point of view. Can I hop off of the horse and dig through it anyway? Just to be 100% certain, because this just seems uncanny. All right, so you hop off the horse and approach it to dig through it. Make me a con roll. <laughs> the smell. I'm hoping it's just the smell. Fuck me. And roll me a d4, please. Oh, no! Uh, the line's gonna shoot someone. <laughs> oh, right. great. Um, We're just batting a thousand, boys. So, as Delilah leaps off the horse and approaches the pile, she gets about ten paces from it, and then you see her turn around. Her face has a sort of greenish hue, and she just starts puking. Hands on her knees, just starts vomiting. For, and Delilah, you're just overcome by uh, the, the, the horrible... Hor like, as you got closer to this pile, the stench increased tenfold. In fact, uh, the horse you were riding sort of backs away a little ways from this once you've dismounted, but doesn't run. And Probably. So, yeah, you, you throw up for about 15 seconds. You're just vomiting onto the ground. Word. She's going to think between being blown up... Drinking lots of whiskey and having a ride that her stomach was just turned. Yeah. Probably not helped by the smell, but she'll, after she's done, she will back up. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get any bug people armor or anti-bug people armor. Um, well, when you did get closer and you noticed that this, this pile of rotting vegetation you also see, like, it leaking some of that sap material. Mm -hmm. um, but also, you realize that it bears a very striking resemblance to the creature that grew out of the Reverend's body. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, 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 I don't have any of the things that I can start fire, well, fires with. Um, I think the rest of us would. Yeah, but just kind of got supplies. That's true. I had a I lantern had... before. I mean, I have the money to just be like, I'm gonna buy everything. Shopping spree. Um, <laughs> and probably four of everything, so that we all have one. Except for I don't have my stuff now. Um, somebody took my stuff. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Barry. Oh. Damn it, Barry. I couldn't help myself. Um, the ghost train is coming, by the way. I love the ghost train, by the way. I live right by a train track. I can't, and it comes at whatever it pleases, basically. Uh -huh. Um, I think Delilah will back, uh, will probably yell to the boys and be like, hey, boys, 
this, this, these trees, as awful as the smell is, reminds me of the Reverend. <laughs> um, without getting I, too... I got real, fairly up close and personal with the thing, just saying. Without getting too close, does it look like this is recent? I will say, looking around at the trees in this creature, you can roll me a natural world roll to try to determine when you think this all occurred. The ghost <laughs> train was short this time, boys. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh! Wow. Ha. Yep. That'll never happen again. <laughs> so, looking at this, you think that whatever took place here, that this happened within the last two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of recent. We should keep going. Oh, boy. Yeah. Pennebaker is sitting back on his horse, sort of like doing the feet up in the stirrups, like trying to eyeball it without getting closer. What is that? Don't worry about it. You don't really want to know if you can't handle the bug people and the ape men, you're not going to handle this. Did somebody put dynamite in the middle of these trees? Sure. How the hell did somebody put dynamite in these trees? I don't know. They could They could have drilled a hole, deputy. That's all I'm saying. Hudson, just let him think what he wants because he's wrong, but just let him think what he wants. I mean, the real question is why would something do that? I'm... I swear, Jeremiah. I keep wanting to call him Dylan. I swear. <laughs> I swear, Jerry. Let's just keep going. No use wasting our time here. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay. Whatever happened here already happened. I think you see Delilah, like, do that, like, I'm not trying to throw up again, like, look that people do, the like... Or you're just muttering to yourself, don't throw up, don't throw up, don't throw up. Don't yeah, throw that's up. her internal monologue is. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, I've been there too. I think I swear off whiskey now. Um, uh, do, can, can I get that flask back then? Maybe? It's empty. <laughs> Damn it. Which I think might have been part of the problem. Um, all right, that's that's all right. That's I'll fine. buy you a bottle from Jack and I, sign it real pretty, net, pretty like if we make it back. I, I own my own saloon. Thanks, though. That's not the point. Anyway. I one from you to give to you. I mean, if that would make you feel better. I mean, my, I don't like giving Jack any business I don't have to. You know how that goes. But I don't like you giving you any more business than I have to. And this is going on as you're, as Hudson rides and the rest of you are following away. <laughs> um, And Pennebaker looks back and he's like, King, no, come on. And King, who had been slowly approaching... Oh my God. To inquire, like turns and runs after Pennebaker's horse. That. Oh, like whenever you see your, your pet, you go, "What do you have in your mouth?" And he just starts running, <laughs> and you just have to chase it. I'm I'm just thinking he's got a tentacle in his mouth now. Great. <laughs> or Cthulhu doggy, Cthulhu doggy, no. I couldn't. I of all the things I've killed. I don't mm. think I could bring myself to put down a dog. Now we're just going to let him go. We'll I'm just, just saying, now now she's going to find a way to bring in a Cthulhu dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask for this, boys. Okay, anyway. 
Well, anyway. that was that was the discussion before you logged into Zoom earlier today. Let me just put True. that out there. Oh, how to torment uh, Brooke? No, just Cthulhu monsters and dogs. Oh. All right, so you continue away from this area. You ride further south. You skirt around a low uh, rise up ahead and kind of stick to the low-lying land. And you can hear off to the right, to the to the west, the sound of the river, the the just flowing, the Powhatan River. You can hear it, and and you know it's it's a large river. It's pretty powerful and. It used to have the tributary that ran through where is now Powhatan, and this is where Jack and uh, some of his men built the dam to uh, to stop the flow, to redirect it downriver, and to kind of make the gulch where Powhatan could be built. Um, and as you're riding in, I need all of you to make listen checks for me. Okay. Okay. Okie dokie. I can't find my mouse, so I can't roll for you. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, that. There we go. I can, still can't find the right window. I'm, I'm starting to. Here you crack. got very close to a fumble there. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, I nope. I can't do that. I can't <laughs> have one luck. Can't do this. No, I just hope Hudson has enough time to react to whatever he hears. But <laughs> don't. I need coconut shells. Yeah, coconut shells would be perfect for this. Uh, let's see. We need a little comedy after our tragedy. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right, Hudson, you are the only one who hears up ahead. And this works for you because you are kind of like up ahead of the Bleeding. group. Yeah. Um, you hear, sounds like the sound of hammering and muffled voices like it's it's hard to, like you can't make out anything that's being said over the sound of the river but you you catch the tink 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 and then like muffled speech but it's very faint and everyone else you just hear the sound of the river as you're approaching how's this gonna keep proceeding but he's gonna like slowly pull out one of his guns and like hope everybody sees him doing that and knows something's up because he doesn't want to tell anybody because everybody else roll a spot check <laughs> oh my god because he doesn't know if these people are going to be able to hear them if he talks well i see him <laughs> just find out Hang on. jerry just say a prayer uh, yeah, right? let's see does is just being a little too ornery yeah. All right. Lucas notices and Pennebaker. Yes. Oh, come on. Everybody but me. Nope. So, so it's, it's more group check. So, um, they, Pennebaker sort of takes out his 30, his 36 revolver. You see, you see, uh, Lucas slow up a little bit and you see him kind of take out his gun and, so you notice the rest of the group Everybody's around the you. Gun, so I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. All right. Now, do you try to be sneaky heading forward? I would. Probably. So I, all right. So if you want to try to be quiet, everybody can roll me a, uh, a stealth there. But, but, well, bam! Come on. Where's my stealth? Ooh, my stealth ain't that great. 
Oh, but I passed. Oh, All right, let's see. Oh, that, that's a bit more than a pass there, bud. Let's see how the rest of the group does. Look, usually whenever I click, I just wait until I see green, and then I read to see what it was. Because <laughs> if it's red, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so being a group check, uh, everyone manages to sort of quiet your horses, kind of slow your pace enough so that you're not making a lot of noise. And you just see. Guys, I'm so afraid Delilah's dying tonight. All right, so you you sort of ride up, and you're on a bit of an uphill, kind of coming to the tree line that sort of looks down. And you can see off into the west, you see the river crashing through. It's it's running. It's not as high as it could be. It's It's been a little less rainy of late, so it's a bit lower, but it's still a hell of a river. Um, but then you see the dam sort of situated right on the eastern bank. And it's this huge wooden contraption built with big logs set up to kind of like create a small spillway that still feeds the creek that flows down into Pawheaton. There's, um, you can see where a walkway was built across the top of it so that people could kind of move across and, and work on it. It's probably about 80 feet wide. And it stands about at its highest point where the walkway is. It's about 100 feet up from the lower creek bed. So it was built to kind of keep the river back. And you can see that on both sides of the upper walkway, there's like small sort of like buildings, like outbuildings that look like they were set up for those, like someone to stay and kind of keep the dam and also for like equipment and things like that. And the other thing you notice is that there are quite a few individuals moving about this area. You can see that there are a handful across the top of the dam. And then there's others sort of down in the lower gully by the creek. Some of them look like they have uh, hammers and pickaxes. And there's some open crates and things nearby. Sort of. And they look like they're busily working. While there's... You can see on the ones up on the top, a few of them look like they're working, but then a couple of them look like they're sort of keeping an eye out. Everybody roll me a spot hidden check. Do better. Nope. Hey, yo. Let's see. All right. Um, oh, and Penelope. So looking around and taking this all in, you can see uh, a variety. Oh, God. <laughs> Pennebaker sees nothing. He actually turns around because he's, like, making sure King is quiet. So he oh. is completely not paying attention out in front. Um, but you see, um, you all recognize Noble Reed, the blacksmith. He's this tall figure who rivals Hudson in size, dark-skinned, and he's sort of down in... in the lower part, like down in the creek bed, it looks like he's kind of directing some of the others. You can see that with him are Ted and Tim Phillips from the hardware store. And they're setting, you can see that they're like moving something and, and it looks like they're running wire out and back away from the lower part of the dam. Uh, up on top of the dam, you can see uh, Zeke Flint from one of the boarding tents in town. He runs a boarding tent. 
and he's sort of off to one side of the dam. He's got a rifle in hand and he's just kind of looking around. And there's a couple of local bar owners, Will Parfit, Mitt Becker, and uh, Abe Darty, who are kind of marching across the top of the dam. While Alvin Feeney from the freight company looks like he is taking something out of a crate and kind of like moving across the top of the dam, stopping at intervals. And everyone but Hudson, who is looking, you see a figure walk out of one of the outbuildings, strolling across the dam, arms at his side, and at first his back is to you. Uh, And then he turns as he gets to about the midpoint of the dam, and you recognize Reverend Duffy. Knew it. Hmm. Brett bastard. And at this moment, uh, Delilah, you notice behind that building where he came out of, as your eyes sort of go back to it, you see a very familiar horse tied up. That on the motherfucking rat bastard. Sorry. Nope. I'm not even apologizing. I, I was going to apologize to you, Jerry, but I don't give a fuck right now. I don't give a fuck right now. It doesn't You're seem... You're my kind of reference. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So, so it, you think that you haven't been noticed. No, no one is raising an alarm. No one is really... Like, while some eyes have sort of, like, looked this way that seems that they haven't taken you in on this upper slope where you came in. You've got some cover. Hudson. Hudson is theft of property. A punishable, a crime punishable by death. It is now. (laughs) Wow. And and if- You're uh, my kind of deputy. And if uh, Delilah basically points out the property, your mm-hmm. eyes fall on the horse, Hudson, and it's at this mm-hmm. point that you actually see uh, the figure of Duffy strolling along the top of the dam. And he looks like he's sort of inspecting. Hmm. Yeah, Hudson's kind of got the tunnel vision at this point on Duffy. He looks uh, perfectly fine. Uh, he looks, like, clean, you know... No wounds or anything like that. His clothes are clean. Um, He doesn't show any signs of any kind of struggle today. Bastard. Bastard. That just pisses me off even more. I literally blew a hole in this guy's stomach. She's trying to keep it quiet. I don't. don't, She's being very restrained. Restrained. What kind of day is it now? Is it still... It's daylight. It's later. It's like dusk, but the it's okay. not dark now. Yep, yep. You guys, because you rode straight for this area after you buried Minnie, so you mm-hmm. you and you didn't run into any real like hindrances along the way, like nothing has been trying to stop you. How about and, um, this? Can we camp until we can get the jump on them at night? I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to wait. I mean, they're setting up whatever down there right now well i mean one of us can keep an eye out on it and if we have to ride we ride but does it we have an advantage if we can wait until the dark does it look like sorry keep going a very clear advantage to hiding in the dark right now we come riding down that hill we're spotted before we get anywhere near the dam 
Does it look like the other people are like, is this willingly what they're doing? Or does it look like they're kind of under? That's what I was wondering. Because Jamie has a theory, and I don't know if Hudson's smart enough to click this together or not. I mean, it's safe to assume Duffy probably lied to them, too. Well, not even, that's not what I'm thinking. Yeah, they might be mesmerized or something so um from this distance i mean no one is you can see from your vantage point no one's in chains and no one seems to be uh like with a gun to their back but i will say that particularly delilah because she's been in town the longest but even hudson you've been here for a bit now and jeremiah you've met a handful of people it is definitely odd behavior. To, like you're, you're ve- probably very shocked to see Noble, the blacksmith, and Tom and Tim, or Ted and Tim Phillips, the the hardware store gentlemen. They're they're genuine. Like from all of your interactions with them over the time that you've been in Pawhiton, each of you individually, they're what you would consider good neighbors, friendly good business people literally just kind of out to sort of get themselves a better life. Like they, they came to an up and coming town because it was a chance to start something fresh. The others, I mean, a couple of them are some shady saloon owners and you know, you wouldn't trust your wallet near them, but you know, so it's kind of hard to say here as far as they go. So I have an odd question to ask. Yeah. Because I always tread this line carefully. <laughs> Jamie has a theory, but Jamie's smarter than Hudson is. Mm. So I don't know if he would put together what I'm thinking. So I don't want to say what I'm thinking if Gosh. it wouldn't fit. Can uh, you roll me a psychology roll? Psychology? For, for, for myself? For Mr. Hudson. <laughs> Yes, for you, Jamie. I need a psychology roll. Oh, his psychology is so, so bad. <laughs> uh... This is where you get a one. <laughs> or not. Or not. 24. Even if I spent every single luck point, I would not make that. Yeah. So, yeah. So you are... <laughs> Hudson is struggling with these individuals being here with Duffy. Okay. Can, can Delilah, being in town the longest... I would let if if anyone wanted to roll to try to figure this out. The only one I would say that wouldn't know anybody very well is Lucas. The rest of you have some level of 50-50 chance. Fair. Boom. Bam. All right. Yeah. All right. So while I, I want to wait to see if my theory's right or not. <laughs> so so while Hudson and Jeremiah are maybe a bit dumbfounded by the fact that these people that you thought were maybe not friends but were at least good acquaintances and neighbors are here and it might be getting you a little riled up. Delilah, you, you're definitely looking down here and something just doesn't feel right about this for you. Like this is to you. This is completely out of character for these people that you've called friends over the years. Probably, um, been hired by them. Um, well, especially like Ted and Tim are two of the nicest guys. Like, they almost don't fit in and in, in the West as far as they. the The only way that you really draw them out into any kind of fight is to standing up for somebody else. Like, they're definitely those two just Aww. decent guys. 
that want they they literally have moved out here because they're just looking for something better for for them and for like their future. So they're just down to earth good guys. And Delilah, he, go ahead. Delilah likes these guys because that's kind of what she did herself. Like she was looking for some adventure and a better life than dancing in stuffy theaters. Um, I think she will turn to the boys and be like, something isn't right. I mean, the fact that Duffy is back together, like nothing happened when I know I blew a hole in his stomach is first red flag. Second red flag. Ted and Tim would not be here willingly. Paul Heaton is much, is their, their home and the citizens of, or the townspeople are like family to the two of them. This isn't Willie. Unless Duffy lied to him like he lied to Pennebaker. That ain't right. Can we tell from here, like, what exactly they're doing? I know you said they have like pitchforks and it's like reasonable to believe they're probably picking out holes to put dynamite in. But um, can we see that from here and tell how like close to completion they might be? So at first, like you have to, you spend a little time is what you have to do. You kind of sit and you watch what they're doing and little by little you get like, you can see as like one of them will move and you can see them like, they have a big bundle and then you see them slowly stop and you recognize like them putting like sticks of dynamite in some of these holes and you see someone following after and they have like a big spool and you see them spooling out wire and connecting wire across these as they go. And then you see a couple others kind of come through and you recognize them unbox basically the detonator. And they kind of take it over and across to the far side of the dam where they're sort of taking it and setting it up by one of the outbuildings. And you can see oh, that they're the trying to... side the dam? Oh, no. And they're sort of running the wire across it. And you can tell that they're planning to get the wire and attach it on the other side. We need to go. Shit. We need to ride, like, now. That's I, what I said! <laughs> I understand. Well, I didn't realize how close they were to blowing up the dam. We need to ride, or at we, least create a distraction so that they don't blow it up now. So it yes, yeah, that's what oh, I'm afraid about. Uh, um, Jeanette. Yes. How far is the town from here? Uh, from here, the town is probably it's, just uh, maybe an hour's ride away. It's the Yellow Circle, right? It is the Yellow Circle. Yeah. We know we may have reinforcements coming. But as soon as it they worked. attach that wire, they literally can blow the entire dam, unless they somehow yeah. messed it up horribly. Well, I'm just thinking because there's four of us and a lot more of them, including a tentacle monster. What yeah. if we just create a distraction? There are lots of ways to create distractions that don't involve putting us directly into harm's way. That's... We could draw some of off, too, if we did that. I want my horse back, damn it. I don't want it to be fucking blown up. I mean, I also don't want the town to be blown up. But I was going to say priorities, but, you know. Prioritize. That's like, here's priority one. Priority two is, like, practically right on top. <laughs> I don't want my horse blown up. Yeah. It was stolen from me, and I want revenge, damn it. Even if it means giving my life.
life so you all can save the town. And the horse. And the horse, yeah. <laughs> Delilah is just like, you don't know whether or not to take her seriously at the moment. She's like fired up. She's had, she thought that like purposefully blowing up dynamite was like the worst day of her life that whole day. But in retrospect, today is probably equally as bad, if not worse, because she literally got a stick of dynamite blown up, like, right next to her and lost somebody. It's like... Karma. Well, either Pretty, way, yeah. I don't think we should go charging in. We should try and sneak closer, at least. Yeah. Okay, fine. I think we'll be more stealthy without horses. Well, yeah, that was... Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Baker, you coming with us, buddy? I appreciate it. He better. He he looks at you and he's like, uh, I think that's, that's not really a question. No, I think that's the agreement that I made. And I'm going to honor my agreement. As he starts to dismount his horse and the rest of you start to do the same. We are going to fade out this week and wait until next time to see oh. what we gotta have the Celts to finish this happens. Oh my Delilah's dying. That's what's happening next week. <laughs> Look, if anyone's gonna die, it's gonna be Hudson. Let's no, just throw I that have out there. Hit points. Points. Oh, it's gonna be I have nine hit points. I have nine hit points. I have less nine hit points too. You have nine hit points, but you don't have a death wish. Well, yeah. Um, think about all the things that, that Delilah has done. Well, like She's asked to be blown up. The only thing Hudson had in the world is buried right now, so... Lucas is looking down at his uninjured self, and he's like, <laughs> I have 20 hit points and no death wish, so I'm ready yeah. for next session. <laughs> also, I, am Lucas. Of, I am full of life. Also, I have 23 hit points. The only damage I took was from the very beginning of the game when Pharaoh punched me. Um, <laughs> I got rifle-butted in the cave. Yep. And then so. I got blown up by your wife. Well, Yo, so did she. All these, all these ladies <laughs> play with dynamite. So, all right. So we will, we will fade out as the uh, the investigators sit on the slope above the the uh, Stratton Dam to the west of Pawheaton, seeing some of their fellow townsfolk at work planting dynamite along the span of the dam, and one perfectly well-off Reverend Duffy apparently overseeing the final setup before the end shall come one way or the other. So we'll be back next time. Why don't we do some uh, outros, some plugs if we want to. Why don't we start with, we'll start with Brooke. Hi, my name is Theater Nerd. I don't have food in my mouth this time. Um, Damn. That's because I ate too much. Um, you can find me at theaterner221 on the interwebs and most social medias. Next week, we have a double header because there was supposed to be a game earlier today that we're going to play two weeks in a row. Um, I'm in a Hunter the Visual camp campaign over on uh, twitch.tv slash That is at... I'm trying to do math. Four Eastern time. No. 3 Eastern time, because it's 10... No, I can't math. It's 10 Pacific time. Um, yes. It's been a long day. I'm ready for bed. It's only like 8 o'clock here. Awesome. Um, 
at night at 6 p.m. Central Time. Or no, 5 p.m. 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I'm going to have the next session of my um, Ravnica 5e game. There we go. Words. I'm running on empty. I'm like past fumes point right now. Um, and that, that, that's on my own channel. Um, basically, the easiest way to just would be to follow, follow me on Twitter. Um, and Sundays, I'm in a 5e game playing an Azamar Barbarian. Um, we just uh, resurrected the Dragon Queen. So that's cool. Um, we'll see what comes of that. Um, so that'll be next week. Oh, no, I'm not in that game because I'm LARPing next week, this weekend. Just kidding. Um, but normally you can find me there um, over on the SS Adventure channel. I think that's everything. And if it's not, just follow me on Twitter because I can't brain anyone. Excellent. And how about Jamie? Oh, hi. hi. I'm Jamie. You can follow me on Twitter below. And you can find me every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern time for Dungeon of the Mage Mage. Or Dungeon of the Mad Mage, as it's technically called. We're on level three right now. Yeah. And my character just found a walking stick and an umbrella, so he's going to be very fancy. Mary Poppins, baby! I did Mary... I did find the umbrella in the crow's nest and was dared to jump, so I did. And as a monk, I just used slow fall, so I took no damage and just landed gracefully with my umbrella out. It's the, the bright spot of my weekend. Thank you. All right. And, and that's all. Nice. And how about Dylan, our dear Father Jeremiah? Well, and on Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern time, you can find me playing Kuriyami in Dungeon of the Mage Mage. Uh... Last time, besides Mary Poppinsing, um, we had a, a GIF who's been tracking our Cobalt show up, and pretty cool, pretty cool guy, in my opinion. Um, and then we learned from some hags that there's drow, and they wanted us to get rid of the drow, but we kind of killed the hags. So I have an idea of what to do with the drow. I've been thinking about it. What, so, when you say we killed the hags, well. <laughs> We did. One of them was still alive. I was hiding. Well, <laughs> I busted one. Listen, <laughs> we were getting information from one, and then Yami bashed. She <laughs> gave me all the information that Yami wanted. Okay. Did she? The point is, they're not alive anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then on on next Sunday, right here on Jeanette's channel, we do Skull and Shackles, uh, which is a uh, Pathfinder Adventure Path that we're doing in 5e where you play pirates. So yeah. come watch that too. We like pirates. I love pirates. All right. Yeah. And uh, I am Jeanette. Uh, we do this game every other Monday, which it looks like possibly in two weeks. It could be the, uh, sad. The Whatever final. the outcome is. I've I know. really grown to love Delilah. I know. So it could be next week, looks like, or two weeks from now, uh, 6 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Time. We should be doing our final session of uh, The Wretched West, uh, depending on. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be whatever happens is going to happen next session. So people should tell people to catch up and to come come watch because, wow, I don't even know what's going to happen. I don't and know. Also, that, that doesn't make me feel good about myself when the, when the storyteller or the keeper goes. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I got some stuff planned. Who really knows? I don't, I can't trust my group to stay on the rails for a darn. I don't, I I will say this. I do not have rails. I have, I know the intentions of the non-player characters that populate my world and what they're doing. And they, they do their thing and then they respond to what you do. I don't know what you all are going to do. So I just know what their trajectory is and... This seems to be where your trajectories are now going to intersect. But hey, if you want us to not die, you could donate bits yeah. and give us advantage in natural 20 so that we don't all die. Or if you want to see complete la, la, mayhem, la, 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 la. you can always support myself. Yes, you can donate anytime. Also, I uh, use some Sirenscape in the background for some mood music. I've got a little bit of music picked out for next session already. I think it'll be oh, appropriate. It's just going to be the final countdown on repeat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play the, I'm going to only play like a 24 second clip yeah. so that I don't get hit for like, you know, copyright issues. Uh, I've already got it on a loop. I've been working on it for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you can find me here um, in two weeks at 6 p.m. Eastern time for Call of Cthulhu the Wretched West uh, next Sunday. At 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time for Skull and Shackles, the D&D 5e adventure, uh, which is also a very fun adventure. On Thursday nights, you can find me at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Dammit Berry's Twitch channel, playing a tiefling cleric who is participating in an adventure in Horde of the Dragon Queen. And it's going swimmingly. Yeah, we're on a wagon heading north to Waterdeep. It'll all be good. And, of course, I'll be on Saturday at 3 o'clock hanging out with Kariami and Sunspot as I also take part in the Dungeon of the Mage Mage. So, yeah, that's my week, I think. Uh, otherwise, you can find my schedule on my Twitter and you can find my stuff on Patreon where I'm trying to come up with content and stuff like that. So if you want to support me, even a dollar helps. And also follow because I think I'm only like three followers away from 100 followers on Twitch. So tell your friends. No, it's cool. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. It was a good game. Uh, we missed you, Celts. We'll, we'll see you in the next session. Everybody better be here. Oh, God, yeah. Anybody anybody who's not here, I'm blowing up your character. That's well, like the first time. In your life. Would it be the first time, Jeanette? Just saying. It's I old know. news now. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Have a good week. Thank you, guys. It's been a great game. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> take care of yourselves. Thank you for joining us for our Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.